Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. What is going on everybody? My name is Cutter Lawler. Welcome back to another week of Movie Mondays. This is the Heroes for Hire podcast. We are back again talking all the week's movie news, entertainment news and just generally having a bit of a chit chat about everything to do with film. As always I am joined by my partner in crime, Mr. Sean Mead. Sean, how's it going bud? I'm good, Connor. How do we find so much news to fill every single week of movie news? Well, the thing is, we haven't actually done movie news for, I think, three weeks at this point. Ah, right, I see. Yeah. So, uh, so really, this week will be pretty easy to fill, is what you're telling me. Well, well, I actually had so much news to get to, and I was going to talk about some of the trailers, like Oppenheimer, the trailer came out, and then I thought, we might just leave it, because there's probably going to be another one in, like, next month anyway, so it's That fine. is very, very fair, uh, and also, surely there's no news we missed in the three or so weeks. I, I can only so. assume we've covered everything, perfectly, and last everything week, if you're wondering why we missed it, last week we did our awards uh, show, where we gave out all the best and worst movies of the year um, and grandest movie most grand and, movie and the most grand now we have no sway we were just kind of giving it out from our own opinion but Sean last night I watched The Banshees of Inishirin oh. on, on Amazon what did you think Connor? it's fucking excellent it's man fucking class isn't it <laughs> it's, it's so good <laughs> I don't know if it'll tran- how it translates outside of Ireland no. but that's exactly how Ireland is <laughs> yeah I, I couldn't I was watching it like this is really funny but then I was also like will other people not that I'm not going to say will other people get this as it like we're better than you we just are idiots and we understand their idiot language better (laughs) and yeah and like the language but also just like the way people act in that movie and the way people behave is spot on like everyone knows someone who is that character like the old woman in the shop who's just a fucking busy boy I I cannot um, I hope Colin Farrell gets a a nomination for it yeah Um, I've just I feel like he deserves it I think it's a really great movie it's a movie about literally nothing but it's also about everything simultaneously. It's also like if you read into it, it's a whole metaphor for the Irish Civil War. Oh man, like it's oh, it's so good. It's so it's good. So um, also came out in January, so it doesn't count towards our award, Sean. Fuck. Get the fuck out of here. It got a pre-release uh, back in October and November, so we could do the cinema rooms for the Oscars. It this wasn't year. on Amazon so till January third. It was on <laughs> Disney Plus on December twenty fifth. Never mind, it's back in the list. (laughs) Retroactively, let's go back. But, uh, Sean, we got to get into this week's movie news. If you could give us a like and review, whatever podcast platform you're listening to us on, I'm hoping 2023 is the year of a billion downloads, Sean. That's what we're going for. Might be too many, Connor. Frankly, I'm overwhelmed. I'd say too few. Dial it back, please, listeners. Um, but if you could give us a review, that would really help us out. Get us in the ears of more people. But, Sean, we're starting off this week of movie news. It's a new year, and that means we're going to change the whole dynamic of the show and only talk about rumours, hearsay, and things that probably are true but might be true. Are we screen rant now? I'm going to go with we're just going to make shit up. I'm going to start writing articles and make shit up. I'm just going to take people's photoshops off Reddit and make a 
story about those. I do that anyway. <laughs> okay. <laughs> on. Um, we're starting off with a rumour that could potentially link a lot of our problems in the MCU currently together. Um, oh, as we make America, them all one big problem. Um, but one, one much bigger, worse problem. Captain America 4, Sean. New we all know what's coming out. Um, but uh, there's the latest rumour coming around is that it could potentially link the Eternals and Wolverine's MCU arrival together through one very simple trick within the movie. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. So... Is this okay? So this is, and I haven't, I have no no information about this, but this is the big hand that's in the ocean. You got that right? It's the big hand in the ocean. Yes, (laughs) fuck yeah, that's going to be the island where all the mutants are going to live. I actually, you're right about the island. Mm. What's on the island is what's going to bring Wolverine in. Is that it's made of adamantium, or adamantium is on the island? Ah, so okay. the new rumor centers on the main plot of Captain America Four, which will be Anthony Mackie's movie debut um, as Captain America. Yeah. Um, and according to Daniel Richtman, who's a bit of a mo- he's a bit of a re- regular insider on all this stuff, which means he just kind of sometimes makes stuff up. I can only assume. <laughs> <laughs> but the movie the movie is primarily about an international con conflict over a new metal called adamantium if anyone's heard of it Interesting. Um, and the location of the newly discovered element will be on tiamut island tiamut so that is the name of the celestial that was born that was an yeah. egg inside the earth which if i would time. if i just remember the movie the eternal sean what are we talking about when we talk about that island is it just an island no 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 it's a big imagine right a big head of a man but he's massive and he's got Imagine a body a man as well. crouching inside an egg. That's what he yeah. was doing inside Earth. <laughs> and he's huge. And like it shifts the tides when he rises out of the water, but it doesn't affect anything. Don't worry no. about it. And then he's no. just there forever and it's never really properly addressed. But the good point. news is they stopped them halfway, so no damage was done, Sean. No damage done at all. No, they just blasted open a section of the Earth's crust and put a big hand out of it. <laughs> and a giant man half came out, and then they were like, it's probably grand, to be honest. It's it's not that bad. Yeah, and my question, though, right, if uh, adamantium is only just now discovered on this celestial island then does that mean that they're going that wolverine will only be created from now on like wolverine doesn't already exist in the mcu basically because if adamantium doesn't exist well he hasn't gotten it fused to his skeleton yet is what i'm trying to say yeah i mean he already is like a bit of a mutant anyway Per, like with the with the bones or whatever, but yeah, the yeah. adamantium would be the. But also the thing with Deadpool is that we know that movie. I'm pretty positive Hugh Jackman has come out and is like that's going to be time travel more so, so it doesn't fuck with Logan. Um, yeah, so that's what they're trying to avoid. Right. Okay. So it's going. It's not going to be Hugh Jackman Wolverine. Also, Wolverine might just not show up. It's probably just. Uh, adamantium will be mentioned which is probably huge because it's a huge plot point in Black Panther about who has vibranium and adamantium would Mm. be like a competitive metal to that I would say yeah, I, I. It's not a case of I. The more the, the the strength of this rumor is the fact that it's so believable that it would also be it's a worldwide thing. It comes from this island. It also seems very clever and a way to retroactively think. Well, the Eternals was good. Do you remember when we had that lad come out through the earth? That was a good idea. Mem- that wasn't a bad that was idea. Significant. <laughs> like, but also like the, one of the main villains in New World Order is going to be the leader, who. Maybe is doing fucked up experiments on people on the island to do with adamantium, mm. maybe? By Tim Blake Nelson. By Tim Blake Nelson, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Playing his Famous character from, from Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? <laughs> Playing his character from the 2008 Marvel iconic movie. Think of a movie that came out in 2008 that's yeah. from Marvel, launched a series, really. Like, it's oh, just, yeah. it's the bedrock. Beca- an iconic character, you know? Yeah. Showed up, um, saved the day na- at one his point. Name, his name, his uh, name, oh, there's no other link. Um, there's, oh, he can jump real high. Um, it's oh, the Hulk. We're it's talking the about Hulk, the Hulk. Incredible movie. Hulk. 
Yeah. It's not Tony Stark. <laughs> no, I was trying to think of another thing we could tie in there, but no, no, no. Uh, <laughs> the, the, the 2008 Everyone Loves Incredible Hulk movie, the, vi- the guy who was set up as a sequel villain in that is finally showing back up again in New World Order. And I have I have a question, Sean. Yeah, we've already seen this cap, um, and he was in the world-renowned greatest Disney Plus show, um, Falcon and Winter Soldier, and there was an international conflict in that show. That, if we remember correctly, was the I think it was probably the strongest villain ar- origin I've ever seen. Um, we'll say it wasn't the weakest that we've seen. <laughs> <laughs> the greatest conflict I've ever seen between a protagonist and an antagonist, um, certainly. And that was an international conflict. So are we saying that this cap can only work in international conflicts? That Captain America is strictly working outside of America <laughs> at the minute. Yes. Maybe. Like, because who has jurisdiction over that big hand, do you think? <laughs> That's a look, question. That might be a brand new sentence, but who? What's the story there? That's a question. I know. I don't know. I don't know how many movies I need to watch or comic books I need to read, but I have genuinely no idea who owns the half giant, the giant god human that popped out of the fucking earth. Yeah. So that's like that would and look, it would go away towards tying the Eternals into the larger world and making it seem like things matter. But I feel it's like it should have been addressed already. Like, surely if they were going to have the big Mm. hand come out of the world, they had plans in place for that. And so surely you could have (laughs) seeded that idea in other movies that came after the Eternals. Do you know what this is exactly like, Connor? What's it? It's like at the end of that Transformers movie where it's revealed that the Earth is Unicron. (laughs) And the Earth is a Transformer the whole time. It's and then they, the exact same. Then they got to make a sequel where everyone's aware of the fact that the Earth was a fucking Transformer. And it's yeah. like, was there was there a god? Was he was he inside? Was he inside us? He was all of was. us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was inside all of us. Inside all of us. <laughs> collectively inside all of us. Connor, you're exactly right. He's everywhere. He sees you when you're sleeping. Was it that's not him? Hang on. No, no, that's the other lad. <laughs> Um, Sean, I think this plot could be absolutely fine, but also it's, well, I mean, it's a way to link the Eternals into the MCU, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. And then, like, then there's some stuff can happen in space. They might show up a bit in Guardians 3, like Druig and all them might pop up. Don't you see you now you knew I was gonna to react to Druig. You, yeah, you yeah. know and Barry Kjorn in the Banshees of Inishiran, so I mean shout out to Barry, patron said to the pot. I think he's rumoured for best supporting actor in that. Which would be, No way. He had a very good twenty twenty two, didn't he? He's a very good every year. He's Barry, right? <laughs> Barry he's, Lance. You've got a big rug with his na- front or with his face all over it. It's not a rug, it's a throw, Connor. And also you <laughs> gave that to me. <laughs> That's my best reference is that I always say you have it like you're the yeah, biggest fan. Like I went out and sought this out. <laughs> I went to Etsy and I found someone. You the only other much. person. <laughs> <laughs> they put a lot of love and heart in it and they did a really good job. But it's just the fact that you have it is just it, it, it's endlessly entertaining to me. When you stay um, over sometime, you can sleep with that blanket. Absolutely not. No, absolutely not. <laughs> I'm taking your bed. <laughs> You're on the couch. Um, <laughs> so we're moving on to our next piece of news. And this genuinely came out today. Um, or sorry, yesterday. And it was, it was something that really just, it's quite out there and only I think maybe as Irish people we will understand it more because Sean Gladiator 2 has recruited its lead actor as the son of Maximus interesting now now famously Maximus Mm. was a very good gladiator do you think his son who so an Irish person is going to play the son of a famous gladiator so you've got the son of Maximus, Gladiator right. 2. Ridley Scott is set to return to direct the movie. And who happens to get the lead shot? You're no. genu- If I give you a hundred guesses of who it is, it's a man who's been in the news recently um, for having lunch with Angelina Jolie. I, Connor, I don't keep up with that kind of news. Who? He who? knows Sally Rooney. <laughs> what? <laughs> He's from the newt. No, fuck off. <laughs> yeah. No. 
It took me a second, but what? <laughs> Paul. <laughs> It's Big Paul. Paul Meskel from Normal People. That's recently hilarious. broke up with his fiance Phoebe Bridgers. Yeah. Um, apparently, I don't keep up with the rumors. That's the idea we're getting. Um, didn't actors on actors with um, oh Joe, what's his name, Taylor Swift lad, and Jonas? now Paul. <laughs> not Jonas. Now Paul is going to be the lead actor in Ridley Scott's Gladiator 2. Is that the most... What? The is falling up. How did this happen? <laughs> He's going to be it's... running around in his little hurling shorts in the middle of a fucking arena. <laughs> in his GA shorts. Oh man, he's going to look so good. That's hilarious. I'm like I, I don't know what else to do with this story other than just good it's, for Paul. It, it was what, like that, that's the that was my reaction was I heard it and I went that can't be fucking that, like as see me and you are like he, we know where he's from and we know the small fucking town that he's in and he's just like yeah. and he played GEA we're like that he's not he's not in Gladiator too is he, he he's can't the lead be. actor he's not he he's not the son of Maximus is he yeah. Yeah, he is. I Deadline mean, has reported it, Sean. I mean, I mean, look, good time to be an Irish fucking indie actor, isn't it? <laughs> now, Gladiator 2 will take place decades after the first movie and is likely to follow Lucius as he searches for the truth about his biological father, uh, discovering that he is, in fact, the secret son of Maximus. Um, now, this is the thing. You're thinking... Look, there's a whole bunch of American lads that have b- black hair and can get real muscly yeah. and could be all tanned and you could just put them in this movie. There's a billion of them, right? But they've chosen the whitest Irish looking man. The palest <laughs> lad with the biggest Irish head on him to play. <laughs> Presumably, like, is he, like, Roman? Like, what's... What's going on here? Like, I, I think it's great. I just, I want to see what accent he does. And I hope it's his Kildare Keep accent. Keep it Irish. Keep it the Kildare accent, please. <laughs> I need that. To, Drew, Barry did it. Barry Barry keeps the accent in all of his roles. Yeah. I, I want Barry and I want Paul. They're, they're the two lads for this show that Barry we got to support. Paul just as like Batman and Robin or some shit. No, sorry. Cast Paul <laughs> as Mr. Freeze in the Batman <laughs> And he's just doing the normal accent. Just ice puns, but just with an Irish accent. Ice. Yeah. Like, he'd just be... Oh, that would be so funny. Look, I I don't begrudge the man getting work. I think he's a fine actor. I think Gladiator 2 is a dumb Mm. idea anyway. But I think he'll have fun with it. So, Paul... I just, the idea of the Coliseum going around and him shouting, are you not entertained, endlessly entertains me. And I just, I want to see what he does, but I'm not doing it in a mean way. I genuinely am like, fair fucks to the lad, the big Irish head in him. Let's fucking see what he does. <laughs> yeah, no, no, we wish him, we wish him well, you know? Like, and and look, I, I'd love to get him on the pod to talk about it at some point. Oh, and he, he would. He's just it a, feels he's achievable, just a chill doesn't dude. it? Somehow. More <laughs> achievable than Barry. Like <laughs> Barry's too far gone now. We got, yeah. we got to get on Paul now. If I hadn't seen normal people, that's where he shot the fame um, here. But before that, he was just genuinely a lad who played local sports and he liked acting on the side. <laughs> yeah, he's, he was in a few plays and stuff like that. And then he just got a big TV show out of it. And you know how fair oh, man, from. this... This this is might be the most left uh, out of left field casting news I think we've covered in years, and but it's also the one I'm most excited about seeing. Yeah, and also he won't have the problem that Barry has is that people can pronounce his last name, you know, whereas Barry gets Keegan oh. or or, or Cogan or you know, but Mescal easy to understand. Barry, Barry actually said it was Kyogen recently, and I was like, Barry, that's not how you say your. Sorry, Barry, name. you're wrong. First of all, uh, <laughs> Barry, I don't want to. I don't want to tell you what to do, but you, that's, you, that's not how you say your name. You go over there with Gal Gadot and Melissa Benoist, okay? 
<laughs> so shall we move on to our next piece of news and this is a piece of news that I really felt like was going to excite you um, now I had National Treasure news and I, I got rid of it you pushed um, National Treasure news for this pushed it right and I know you hate National Treasure because Limit. so well the news to be honest was just we might be doing a movie that was that kind we've of had that news. news every six months exactly. for the last four years and I throw that in every single time just as bait to you but this is the one time I've gotten rid of it I haven't watched the series yet by the way I haven't watched the National Treasure series I'm sure it's absolutely bad like the movies (laughs) Mm. (laughs) it's not one of those where you go wow the series has really let the movies down (laughs) (laughs) they're all equal Um, Sean a Harry Potter reboot is rumoured to be in the works at Warner Brothers Discovery with them doing a full reboot of all of the movies sorry can we play back the tape to just before Christmas where I fucking called that they were going to do this yeah they they were talking about um, just doing like a reboot of generally or doing a new Harry Potter movie, but now we found out that it's going to be a full reboot. Well, we haven't found it out. I'm saying hearsay rumors have said they're planning. Now the only reason I'm giving any credence to these rumors is that lads, it's it's fucking Warner Brothers. Like, yeah, it, it, they <laughs> are desperate, as it turns out. Do you think? I like. I still don't think people want that. No one wants that. No one wants the same movies again because people still, on the regular, go back and watch those original seven, seven or eight movies, whatever it was. Like, mm. I don't think it's going to be. It was special because it was a global phenomenon and it had all these books and all this hype, and then the story finished and it was over. And then people would like to go back and relive how they felt at that time. They don't want, hey, let's just, Wild thought, let's do it again. And they'll they'll pick the worst child cast ever. It'll be horrendous. See, that's the thing. With these movies, right, those movies shouldn't be good. There's eight movies and there's child actors and they should be shit, right? But they somehow rattled eight off in a row with the child actors not going off the rails becoming pretty fucking good actors in all of their own rights mm-hmm. and keeping the story together that it's coherent, that it's good. That is a one in a billion trillion chance of ever actually happening. And so that idea that you're like, should we just do it again? Should we did it right the first time? What, what could go wrong this time? Yeah. It, Genuinely doesn't make any sense. It really feels like they're tempting fate, doesn't it? Because there's no way. And also, (laughs) like, the first Harry Potter movie came out in 2001, did it? No, early. Yeah, 01, yeah, it was uh, Philosopher's Stone or Sorcerer's Stone or whatever. America, yeah. Uh, I just want to get to. Because the movies didn't come out within the span of eight years. Yeah, so 2001 and then Deathly Hallows 2 was 2011. So. You got 10 years of movies there. But I feel Mm. like they're going to try and condense that. And they're going to try and tell the whole story in like five or six years. (laughs) Well, you got to get those actors before they get old, Sean. That's true. That's true. Or or, like, but I, I, who do you, you can't, you can't, people will not be happy whoever you cast as those roles because they already have the idea and they're really happy with how the movies originally are. So why mm. why why put this poison chalice in your own hands like as Warner Brothers? Especially because like when was the last one? Like ten years ago? Twenty eleven. The Deathly Hallows Part Two came out. So oh the, yeah, yeah twelve, 12 years. years ago now. But like yeah, like, I mean, and also, Daniel Radcliffe and all that, they're still working. They're still around. Yeah. It's fucking crazy to think that, like, well, you're now Harry Potter, but there's going to be a new Harry Potter. They're going to turn it into, like, a Batman. There's always a new Batman every five years. Yeah, but, like, I think they, like, they are all, most of them are very, well, they're all well-adjusted, but they're like, no, look, that was a time in my life and I did that, and now I'm doing whatever I want to do. I don't think they like because they're going to be dragged back in to give this fucking legitimacy to it, where they're like, "Oh, but, but oh Daniel, is it, they're shaking think, each other's hands." Daniel Radcliffe's on the press tour. 
oh, I think they're absolutely bringing him in on the press tour. I think they try and cast him as Dumbledore or some shit. Like, just the, like the absolute mm. worst pandery casting you've ever seen. <laughs> I just, and how do you feel uh, JK feels about all this? Uh, I don't care, quite frankly. Uh, <laughs> I don't want to give her more money. <laughs> no, I don't know. Why do they keep, like, they, they, I'm sure maybe sales of her fucking book where she complains about being bullied online, maybe those sales are down. And so maybe she's pushing mm. a reboot. But I also think Warner Brothers are just as bad to be like, well, we promised five of these Fantastic Beast films and then we made a fuck of them. So what if we just did the ones that worked do them again? I genuinely think if they marketed that they were doing a full run of all of the Harry Potter films from like July to December and they're going to put one out a month, I genuinely think that would be a better strategy for them. Yeah, I I think they would also make more money. I feel like doing these movies will have people turning on them quite quickly because you have eight movies that are good. It's not like the first one failed and people are like, we'd love to see it done well. If the first one is eight perfect films in terms of it starts childish, gets darker, just like the books, works its way through. That's not to say, like, obviously the books have their own problems with their own... fucking generalization of a lot of the international characters and students within them yes um, but the books the movies can't do anything about that it's a pretty good it's just a pretty good reflection of what's in the book itself in movie form and i think all the actors do it ex- like an exceptional job as well yeah and it did capture the aspects of like the magical world that made it so you know that made people enjoy the stories in the first place and it like which is always difficult with an adaptation because people have their own idea of things in their heads. And so to make a f- mm. eight films that are almost universally liked for being a faithful adaptation of the books, I don't think you can do that as easily 12 years down the line when everyone's a little bit burnt out by Harry Potter now. Yeah. like, And you also have... Um, like, Do you feel like the Fantastic Beast movies are still also fresh in everyone's heads and everyone's kind of like, well, they were actually quite bad in, yeah. in general? I, oh, yeah. I think they're, that probably soured some people on the franchise. But also no one saw the third one. So like people are <laughs> probably pretty just good. done it's with a free, it. It's a clean slate. <laughs> clean slate. Just wiped clean. But like it's, what, 22 years since the first one. Do you think it's reasonable mm. to just make it again at this point? Well, if the if there was one movie in 2001, yes, it would be remade. It was the fact that there's eight movies ranging over 10 years that makes it slightly harder to then be like, yeah, let's just do it again. Brand new eight movies. Why not? It's going to be so shit, though. It's going to yeah, be, yeah. Like, especially like the first one where it's like silly and childish a little bit. Like, trying to adapt that in 2023 or four, whenever this comes out. I, d- I think you go extra hard from the very start. Like, it's pure dark. Like, people are dying from episode, movie one. Just straight up But like, that's not in the... Like, you would have to change the books at that point, And that's how you further shoot yourself in the foot. I, well, I mean, at that point, you're shooting yourself anyway. It's just, you're going to make them, they'll make some money because they have the Harry Potter name and then they'll stop three movies in because they're like, oh, these aren't doing as well as we thought they would because obviously. Yeah. So, look, I, look, I think I'm I'm making it clear. I don't want this to happen. I lo- I'd love it to see it happen. I, I think it's a great idea. Warner Bros. do it again. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> And when you do it, very importantly, delete the old ones from all the streaming services. Oh, yeah. So if you want to consume Harry Potter, there's only one way to do it. You gotta watch the new ones, kids. That's all you get. Um, we're moving on to our next piece of news another news story strictly put in for Sean Meehan and that is Pirates of the Caribbean to be rebooted with a younger cast says producer Jerry Bruckheimer Jerry they got Jerry in on this Big Jerry's come in with an update yeah you know what the big JB I mean look 
more pirate stuff in the world. What's there not to so like? So you love you love pirates. I love we pirates. all know that. I love um, pirates so much. Y- your favorite pirate is the lady from Power Rangers Turbo, the movie. That Diva is Tux, yes. Diva Tux, <laughs> your favorite pirate. <laughs> but Johnny Depp's Captain Sparrow, surely a close second. Sure, absolutely, absolutely. Mm, Do you know yeah. I only watched Salazar's Revenge the other day for the um, first time. Is that wait no? Is Salazar's Reve- Dead Men Tell No Tales is the last one? That's it, and that's Salazar's Revenge as well. Depending on where you're from, they're the same movie. Same movie, different titles for different regions. Yeah. Okay, okay. I, and it, does it does it hold up? I will say it's better than the Mermaid one. Uh, <laughs> it's though it's the worst Jack Sparrow, but it's a very good Captain Barbosa movie. And Connor. it's bad that you say it's the worst Jack because I think he consistently becomes a million times worse with every passing movie. Oh well, in the fifth one, like it's bad. Like, it's five times as bad as the first one. It's when there was like there was stuff that he was just showing up on set not in a good state. Yeah, and he's just it's awkwardly cut around him for oh. most of it. And it's, it's a lot of shots from the back, but they got like a stand-in. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, a lot of yeah. lot of faraway shots of running and flailing the arms. Yeah. You know? So I mean, Pirate Six was has long been pretty much rumored. And Margot Robbie's movie as well is now off. I think. I think that was cancelled late last yeah. year. <clears throat> so in this one, they have Pirate Six lined up, and it's going to apparently be a fresh start with an all new cast, which seems to me to be like, well, then don't call it Pirate Six, maybe call it Pirates 1 again if you're going to do a fresh new cast because otherwise is, is it like a hard reboot like they're, they're like nothing of the previous world exists or it's just like we're following a new younger cast of characters mm, like it's, I think it's a, a younger cast okay kind of like a Timothy Chalamet in oh there. Timothy's locked in there's no way they're doing this without Timothy <laughs> you give me you give me Timothy Chalamet you give me Tom Holland you give me Zendaya I will give you a successful pirate movie <laughs> And I think Tom Holland and Timothy Chalamet, their characters, like, nobody can tell the difference. They should be identical twits. Yeah, absolutely. And they, they wear very similar outfits. <laughs> it's like a bit the whole time. I think you... Oh, I've, I figured out the plot of the movie, Sean. There's, okay. another, there's another group of pirates that want to assassinate the captain of the ship, who is right. Timothy, right? But then, every time they show up, they're like, there he is. And they track him down. It's from behind. But it's, it's Tommy Holland. It's, it's like, not Timothy. It's like the prestige, but with exactly. pirates. Exactly. <laughs> and then Timothy is just hiding in plain sight because he's dressed as Zendaya. And, and so then, it's just, right. it's like an internal, and then it gets more and more just extremely strange as the plot goes on. And then uh, eventually Jack Sparrow turns up and maybe escapes through multiple situations that will definitely kill him I will say I love how I just went on a big thing about why remake a beloved franchise it's only happened recently <laughs> it's a terrible idea to reboot Harry Potter but fucking give me pirates any can day I, can week. I say the, the difference yeah go ahead all the Harry Potter movies I would say are loved oh and I would I say would s- three of the pirate of the five existing Pirates of the Caribbean movies are good and loved. One is known universally as a fantastic movie. The rest gets so much progressively worse. Do you want to know my ranking? My ranking of those five. Your ranking has to be one as one. Three, one, <laughs> Fuck two, off. five, four. <laughs> That's how it goes. That is madness. First of all, secondly, number three is the longest movie ever made. Yeah, it's you get more so pirates lo- for your money. No, cover. it's. So long. And Johnny Depp comes back from the dead. Yeah. But, like, so does Barbosa, and you have no problem with that. No, but... Yeah, but he... Barbosa's not going, Oh, no! A lot. Barbosa's cool, calm, and collected. I will see that, and I will raise you Bill Nye as Davy Jones. Hmm. But he's also in... Yeah, he's, is he in number two as well? He's in two as well, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's in two Yeah, but just three. because you have one great piece of CGI and one great character does not make the good movie. I disagree. <laughs> <laughs> Look, you got to have that blind loyalty. you got to go in. Right? Um, I think that this idea for a new movie works a lot better in this environment because if you're going to start again 
it's kind of like it's also not based on any books, so you're not held to anything. So you can no, just it's go just wherever based you on want. A Disney, right? Yeah, it's just based on a Disney. Just make up a new story with pirates and don't have Johnny Depp or any of the old cast in it, and you're kind of okay. But they'll definitely bring Johnny Depp back at a later point. What if they make this and it's like fucking Master and Commander? Like it's just an outstanding. No, with Timothy, Tom Holland and Zendaya. With Timothy Holland and Zendaya, of course. Timothy Holland, we're calling him. <laughs> Timothy now. Holland. No, it's <laughs> Timothy and Timothy. It's Timothy Chalamet and Timothy Holland. And then Zendaya. <laughs> and Zendaya just confused between the <laughs> two of them constantly. And then, I don't know, who else do we get in there as like the Ooh. older pirate? Like Lee, oh, I was Mark going to go Wahlberg. With- Ma- oh, no, I don't want Mark getting work. I do- I'm going to come in strong. I don't like Mark Wahlberg. Colin Farrell. <laughs> yeah, I'll tell you. Oh, Colin would be Col- great be a in a pirate, pirate movie. He'd he so, be so good. Oh, and Finn so cool. Wolfhard would have to be there. Yeah. He's like he's like Timothy's younger brother, but he's also Tomothy's younger brother. Paul Mescal. He's like... He Paul... Can be- Paul- <laughs> he can play the villain. <laughs> Paul's the villain. Paul's... He's so busy as Paul. <laughs> he can't swim. <laughs> and Barry. Barry and Paul are the opposite pirates. Yeah. And oh. Colin Farrell is like, he used to be their commander. They used to have an Irish pirate got ship. It. I've got it. Yeah, they had an Irish pirate ship. They're a family. He's their yeah. dad. He's One, La Familia. He's La Familia. And so Paul... He goes off, he becomes like a captain in the Royal Navy. But God Barry, right. he's a free pirate captain. Yeah. And so yeah. they have this differing opinion. But they're brothers. So it's like a triangle. So you've got Tommy and Timothy and Zendaya. Yeah. You've got Colin Farrell leading them. Yeah. Then you got Paul Meskel. He's with the police. Or the ship police? The Navy? <laughs> the Coast Guard? The Navy? Well, but back then, what were they called? The ship the, police. They would have been um, the Navy, surely. The commanders. The police. Um, I'm telling you the word. No, no, Sean, I think I know. Um, and then on the other side, you have Barry. And Barry can't swim, but he's like a good pirate. Yeah, he always, he's the best because he never goes overboard. Cause he <laughs> he's never once. He, he always goes, ties a rope around his leg, just in case. He's tied to a cannonball the whole time. <laughs> Um, Sean, do you think this could work a new pirates yeah. movie if they 100%. do that? Yes, I'll fund it myself if needs. Be. Yeah, I, I mean, if you do that, yes. If it's any other plot, no, I'm going to say no. <laughs> I will only accept what yeah. we have laid out here on the yeah. pod. Um, we're moving on to our next piece of news, Sean. This is just a small piece that I wanted to cover. Is we never got to talk about Henry Cavill bringing back Warhammer Forty oh, K yeah. series to Amazon. Yeah, it's great news, isn't it? So Yeah. Th- so if, if you could let Witcher. people know what the backstory of this is. Yeah, so Henry Cavill was the Witcher for age. He was Superman for a while. And then the, the the movies got bad and so he wasn't Superman for ages. So he went to The Witcher on Netflix. And then a whole bunch of stuff happened with DC. And then The Rock talked DC into bringing Henry Cavill back as Superman in Black mm. Adam. To do this, Henry Cavill had to give up The Witcher to return to the DC films and that's good so Henry Cavill was really excited Liam's Hems- Liam Hemsworth very excited to be the new Witcher <laughs> Liam was at home but he got the call <laughs> he's like yes Chris Chris you're never going to believe <laughs> you're never going to believe this Chris and then uh, James Gunn and Peter Safran are the new heads of DC and they're doing a big shake up on the slate and so Henry Cavill, after putting out a lovely Instagram video where he said, I'm back a Superman, thank you for all the support, he had to put out a different statement saying, Aww. I am no longer Superman. Yeah. Uh, I am I am sorry. But then, mere hours later, rumours started, Henry yeah. Cavill is in talks to do a Warhammer project at Amazon. And, Henry and if Cavill, I was to know, Henry Cavill Warhammer. is the biggest Warhammer player in all the world, literally and metaphorically. It, oh, size-wise and also yeah. just passion. The man yeah. loves the series. If uh, you ever I, watch any of his interviews, if someone brings up Warhammer, his eyes light up. Like, just, he's just it's the most interesting thing to him in the whole world. It's a su- Look, it's a super interesting world, Connor. Yeah. Uh, a, he he loves The Witcher. And he loves Warhammer. And he Look, loves Superman. And he's he, done the first two, and then he got fired. And then he was like, fine, I'll do the third one. Fine, I'll do it myself. <laughs> and so now he's doing a TV series based in the Warhammer universe for Amazon. Uh, 
And he put out a statement and he was like, I am going to make this the most faithful yeah. adaptation there has ever been. Just to show you how faithful, there are currently no writers or showrunners attached to it as of yet, other than Henry Cavill. It's just him. He's also starring in it. So like, he's like funding it, launching it, he's starring in it, and you know right well, he's fucking half writing the thing. Like, he's like, this is what we're doing, and if you bring a writer to me that says something, well, the people the audience might not get it get out yeah get, this is what we're doing see there's a shit ton of Warhammer books as well and a few of them are really good I said there's upward there's hundreds of these books yeah. and there are dozens of good ones Uh <laughs> And there's five good ones. <laughs> but there's one dude, there's one guy who is consistently just writes the best ones. His name is Dan Abnett. And so I say, get him and Henry in a room together. Oh. And just let him create the most beautiful story known to man. And you know what? It'll make no money, but Henry will just be happy. And I think Henry's a lovely man and he should it, be happy. <laughs> I think you underestimate how popular Warhammer is and how... <laughs> How expensive of a hobby it is and how much money people are willing to devote to it at the minute. But they have no money left after buying all the stuff. That's true. That's true. But Henry, I can't buy a ticket. Henry, <laughs> waste all my money. send me an MP4 of the series, please? I, I know, Shadra. I bought you some for Christmas. You did. You did. And it's, and it's Look, I'll, I'll build it soon. Yeah, it's uh, Eventually. Yeah, it's such a scam of a hobby because they sell you unbuilt, unpainted plastic models. It's actually the easy, it's the greatest gig of all time. It's like, ah, fucking troll in a box. Yeah. <laughs> be grand. Be grand, will figure it out themselves. What it'd was selling like, paint and brushes as well? It'd be like <laughs> if you bought a jigsaw, but they didn't like cut out the shapes. They just gave you the big fucking picture and they were just like, cut, cut it yourself, then put it back together yourself. Talk to us after that. Yeah, that's basically how, how the hobby works. Um, <laughs> Um, I was I was chatting with some people locally in the club about it, and what, what do you like? Do, what, what? How do you tell a story in that world? Because it's massive. There's so much shit going on all the time. I suppose it's like World of Warcraft. Like there's all there's like billions of stories you can tell. So you just got to try yeah. and pick the most interesting one. See, the most interesting thing and the most well documented thing happened ten thousand years before the main game is set. I will say, mm-hmm. uh, called the heresy, Connor. So basically, oh, the emperor. You don't need to tell me, Sean. But well, go on. Eighteen sons. Yeah. So, and then half of them went fell to chaos. Half of them stayed good, and they had a big fight. And the emperor yeah. ended up a corpse man on a big chair. <laughs> so that's where he is now. Sorry, he is he still alive as a corpse mind. man, or is he dead as a corpse man? See, he uh, he's 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 his chair is life support basically. And they sacrifice 10,000 oh, yeah. psychic people to him per day to keep him alive. Per fu- day? Per day. Connor. Fucking hell. <laughs> Imagine you didn't get picked for the first six days of the week and you were a psychic. <laughs> but Connor, he's been in that chair for 10,000 years. That's almost too mad. That's 362,000 psychics a year. Or yeah. 64,000. Um, and th- how many is that a decade? <laughs> The, billions billions <laughs> of people have been sacrificed to this man he fights demons in it's called the warp it's basically yeah. space but all it's where any human emotion exists and it all exists all at once all the time everything so, everywhere all at once everything everywhere all at once it's basically hell and he fights demons there but his real body is slowly decaying in a chair he is a skeleton man he's functionally dead do you know when this movie's world. coming out or this yeah. series is coming out Henry Cavill's going to be on a press tour. Oh, yeah, yeah. And here's my suggestion. Me and you, we send you, right? And you and Henry just <laughs> oh. have a fucking chat. Oh, I'd love it. I and you know what? So if, if they were like, oh, you have five minutes, and you went in just with this, and you were just like, I thought you were going to do this, yada, yada. He would go, give him another ten. <laughs> give him more time. <laughs> Hang on, let him cook here. <laughs> Hold up, let him cook. Up, let him cook. <laughs> um, I would love to sit Oh, man. I think, I think we should turn into, like, one of those press... Co- like, we go to all the press tours and just try and get, like, those sound bites. Like, he hates this movie. Yeah, oh, I th- look, I think we'd be good at that. I mean, we'd be good yeah. any time Henry is in, because we would just... T- See, and he's so nice. Yeah. He's just... He's grand. Like, he, he, um, it's when they're mean that me and you would immediately turn on them. <laughs> like, right, our, you so, Paul, our eyes you. narrow. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we're moving on to our next piece of news, and it involves a certain man who is, or sorry, yeah, a, a certain man who I don't really find 
in terribly exciting also a franchise I don't find terribly exciting James Bond uh, the producer yes. Sean may have found their next James Bond and that is Mr. Aaron Taylor Johnson who Ooh. has had a promising meeting with them to try and put himself forward as the next Bond do you know what this says to me there is not a chance that they're getting a sequel to Craven the Hunter <laughs> yes <laughs> give it to him Give him Bond, just final nail in that coffin. Yeah, he, I mean now, he is. He's kind of he's the right age for like what they're going for with. Bond I think he's a very boring choice. Not, a, not, I'm sure he's a nice man, but I just think it's just a very boring choice. He's very safe, isn't he? Yeah. And to be honest with you, I don't know what we expected because I think obviously it's not locked in. But I think the Bond producers want it safe. They, they don't really go outside the box too often no like like Craig when he came in he was a different Bond than we'd ever seen yeah and so that was kind of enough but now everyone's used to that version of Bond and I think they don't want to shake it up too much Mm. so they'll just bring in Aaron Taylor Johnson as like what would his thing be though as Bond what is Aaron Taylor like what do you think of Aaron Taylor Johnson I think he's a very talented actor but he I wouldn't. Is. I wouldn't describe him as like terribly charismatic. But I also don't want to be mean to the man because he seems nice. He does. No, he seems nice. Um, the the he's. Like, I always just think of him in Kickass, man. Yeah, like, that's that's the that's what I think of as well. Yeah, uh, and and I think that's my favorite version of him. Weirdly enough, yeah, um, he's also in Bullet Train, isn't he? He's really good in Bullet Train. Yeah. Uh, He's also in, uh, do you remember that Godzilla movie from like 20? Oh, that's, yeah, but that movie's quite bad. It's, yeah, it's not great. It is not great. But he's in it. He, he is in it. He's Quicksilver for a bit. Yeah, for a tiny bit, for a very quick moment. Um, I mean, I look, it's one of those where once I heard the cast to go in, oh, okay, grand. And then I just kind of moved on with my life. And I feel like a James Bond casting should be probably more exciting than that. It should be, but I like Paul I, Meskel. Paul Meskel, uh, an mm. Irish Bond. Bring another Irish Bond. Give it to <laughs> us. Uh, but I, like, look, I don't think he's a bad choice. No, I don't know who I want for Bond because, quite frankly, I don't really care about James Bond. Is there an actor that could be cast that would make you interested? I That's mean, a better question. That that is a much better question, Connor. Um, I, I Cavill. Yeah. What Henry Cavill? Henry Cavill, see, I know because I want him to do the Warhammer series. Yeah, so see, yeah, if he's doing Don't Bond, he can't do man. Warhammer. Let him cook. Yeah, <laughs> no, we got to let him cook a little bit. Um, I don't know, like someone just a bit fucking different. Um, mm. Like not just, mm. like, like I know it's, he's been talked about for ages. Idris Elba would have been a fantastic. Oh, bond. like that, that would have been the best fucking choice like five years ago. Yeah. I, I don't even think it's a bad choice now, but it's just like if you want more than two films out of him, you probably yeah. do, you know. Um, Donald Glover? Michael B. Jordan. Good bond. Very I good mean, bond. I mean, the, uh, you got uh, John Cho. He'd be pretty good. Yeah. Uh, you got. Who was the the fella? He was in Hamilton. He's he's in the uh, the uh, what the fuck? What's that? What's that film about the train? I really like <laughs> Bullet Train. Snowpiercer. He's in Snowpiercer, <laughs> the TV series as well. Uh, David Diggs. David Diggs. I think okay. he'd be a fun Bond. Uh, I, I think there's loads of cool options that you can do. Just like. It doesn't have to be a regularly regular human being of they're all the exact same anyway. Yeah. So I'd also like, like a smaller bond, you know, like a, a bond that that blends into the crowd. Yeah, like not a fucking superhero. Tom you know? Cruise, David Tennant. I I always thought that about Henry Cavill was like, how the fuck could he be a spy? Because he walks into a room and he's six foot four and, and, bit and like he's a fucking gorgeous tree, and everyone just looks <laughs> at him. And everyone's like, who's the big fucking unit? <laughs> Over there, it's yeah. I don't. I think who and the dude who plays uh, the guy with one eye in House of the Dragon, the younger guy. Oh, I think he'd be a good Bond villain. 
uh oh he'd be a really good volleyball oh he's he chewing play- scenery yeah he plays that perfectly <laughs> yeah oh man i don't know i just it, i think that's probably a question we should all ask is like who maybe bond as a franchise is kind of like lost a lot of its stuff over the last probably 20 years not mm-hmm. to say with daniel craig like casino royale is casino royale is an amazing film it's just where do you go from there um, I think Daniel a cool Rapp. question to ask is who could they cast that would make you go can't fucking wait for that next Bond movie cannot wait it's going to be so cool I'm very interested to see what they do with yeah them. wouldn't it be cool to get like Eddie Redmayne but as like a, a, a calmer Bond just chill just chill just like and maybe like does not want to do this but he knows he's really good and it's like greater good kind of a do thing do you know who's good uh, Daniel Craig the guy from Knives Out yeah 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 he could oh, do Benoit it. Blanc yeah, Benoit yeah. Blanc oh, he'd yeah. be a the great guy, detective surely the, oh he's he's so good at that like he could, <laughs> he could totally play Bond <laughs> people are pulling out is it what is it Spectre was the most recent what was the most yeah. recent Bond movie it's um yeah, Spectre was the last one, I think. Oh, no, t- no time to die. That's the one. Uh, Pete, there's a lot of clips where he's, like, interrogating Blofeld. And, and he's, he's, like, he's, like, the, uh, he's like Ben Blanc. The rhythm of his speech is just Blanc the whole time. <laughs> he was he was probably just having a bit of fun but on his way out. I think he was already filming Knives Out at the same time. So he was probably, like, bouncing between the two of them. Um, yeah. So we're moving on to our next piece of news, and it involves one Ezra Miller. Um, who look we've all said that Ezra should probably be maybe left behind in the DCU Um, James Gunn coming in taking over it was said maybe they were going to they're letting everybody go well Ezra Miller reportedly could continue as the Flash in James Gunn's new DCU what fucking world is that a good idea yeah yeah, Sean, I also this? have another follow-up that Variety has reported that Warner Brothers are looking at the Flash movie as a The Dark Knight trilogy level of excitement that they think it's going to be that good. How, what Kool-Aid are they fucking sipping in <laughs> Warner Brothers? It's going to be a train wreck. It's going to be bad. They were excited about Black Adam as well. <laughs> Apparently, the idea is that Ezra's done so well because they haven't been in the news for a while. Um, and they've been going to all their classes, and they've been they've been having a good old time, and they've been really just apologising a lot yeah, for all of the illegal stuff and all the fucked up stuff they were doing. Um, and so now, off the hook, Ezra ready to go, back Clean in, ready slate. for another one. Like unless they keep Ezra around and they keep Barry Allen around, and then they like pass the torch on to like. Who's the Flash after Barry Allen? Oh, um, West, Garrick. Wally West. Wally West. Unless they just introduce Jay Wally Garrick West. Jay Garrick is before. Before, okay. Uh, unless they just, like, bring Ezra back for one movie and then get a new Flash. I think, please, clean slate the whole thing. Just yes. start again. It's fine. No one cares. Apparently there's also, um, I, I just have lots of DC news. And we're finishing off this week with DC news as well. But just before that, um, there's news that uh, James Gunn wants to bring back Ben Affleck just to direct one of the movies. Now, that's not, that doesn't say it has to be a Batman movie. That could just be any of the DC, the new DC slate, which he has also announced he will be fully announcing later on this week. So the announcement is there's an announcement coming. My God. Okay. That's good to know. That At least we'll know where we stand with it then. I did also see rumours that Cavill might be back as Superman. No, he's he's gone. <laughs> he's, <laughs> Please, he's let the man just do his, his work. Like, Ezra should be gone uh, regardless. Yeah. And I think that Henry Cavill, unfortunately, is probably out. I, I don't know how you bring him back. If you bring him in and then go, no, he's out again. The only thing that should stay is please still make Blue Beetle. Yes, we just want Blue Beetle to ma- just let Jamie Reyes come out. You know what I mean? Just yeah. let just let him cook, and and I let the Suicide Squad that can remain as well. Okay? See, a lot of people were like throwing that at James Gunn's face to be like, "Oh yeah, he kept the suit," but that was the only good one they've had. For Literally, years. the only good one that they made. Okay, <laughs> they made Wonder Woman. That was pretty good. 
Um, but the second one was not very good, or well, not very well received, more so. Yeah. Um, and it wasn't as strong as the first one, and it just came out at a weird time. Aquaman, I think he likes Momoa, but I also think Momoa wants to be Lobo. So I think he wants to step away from Aquaman. Um, so... I don't think you can do like there's what's the phrase you can't be half pregnant <laughs> so you either yeah. do it all or you don't do nothing so you either get rid of everybody or you don't and the only people he wants to keep are probably the people in the Suicide Squad because he, when he wrote the movie he had an idea of where he wanted to take those characters moving yes. forward and they, that is more self-contained as a project as and that well. movie's so good <laughs> it is so good like leave it alone leave him alone um, uh, for, we're finishing off by the way uh, with news about James Gunn that they are going to be making a Superman movie and his first big move at DC is that James Gunn is going to be writing that Superman movie. Pretty good. Pretty good news, I would say. Um, Uh, Like, and just writing, not necessarily directing. Not necessarily directing. Now, if you remember way back when... Uh, DC when they first brought him in for the, the Suicide Squad movie they were gave they were like we want you to do Superman straight off the bat we want you to do Superman and yeah. he was like I love I love Henry Cavill but like th- that was always I think that was after Batman vs Superman after Justice League like yeah, he was like I don't want to touch that <laughs> there's a lot of baggage involved yeah he's like I, if I was going to do it I would like to do it fresh and I think they at the time were like well Henry's in. Like, you can't do another Superman. It's either Henry or nothing. And he was like, okay, I'll do Suicide Squad. Fair enough. And then he knocked um, it out of the goddamn And he park. killed it. But now he's in charge. So, because they have a clean slate, he's now set focus that the project will focus on the younger hero, the younger years of the hero. And he'll be played by a, a younger actor to play the Superman role. Um, maybe maybe have a Smallville intro. Um, mm-hmm. Somebody save me. Maybe have a, a villain of the week. Um, you know, all of Smallville is on Disney Plus now. Fuck off. The whole thing. All of it. All of it. All ten seasons, baby. And, and you'll never get to see him fly, even though when villains take over his body, they can sometimes fly, but then he forgets how to fly. He's just, he doesn't have the confidence in himself. <laughs> he he's, not, the, he's not super. But then the last yet. scene in the, mo- in the show is him flying. <laughs> <laughs> Look, uh, the, wasn't the, was it New 52 or DC Rebirth, they do a younger Superman just arrived to Metropolis kind of a thing? Yeah. That could be an interesting time to pick it up. What do you think of James Gunn in terms of his writing, him and his writing style moving into maybe a Superman genre? I I don't think those two are completely like, like on top of each other. Is it the Venn diagram? I don't know if it meets, but I'm interested to see what he comes up with as well. Yeah. See, I think he he can do, he can do heart very well. Like he can Mm. have a lot of heart in his scripts and things like that. Um, like if we're basing this just around the Suicide Squad and Guardians of the Galaxy as examples of comic book movies that he's worked on, they are generally funnier characters mm. in movies than Superman generally is. Superman is not not usually, you know, uh, gut busting laughs. It's more like a bit, but bit he, more cheery and wholesome. But what he does do well is outcasts. And Superman is the biggest outcast in that That's he's just true. an alien in this small town. Just trying try to fit to, in. Just trying to fit in. And I think he could really narrow in on that. And I also think that maybe it's good to have some comedy in a Superman movie, Sean, since the last Superman was so sad. It was very sad and so, dour and grim. So it yeah, was so sad. Uh, maybe you have to go the other way. Now, you don't have to make it a laugh a minute. But Superman can be funny. I think Superman can make jokes and be sarcastic. I think it works a lot better that way. No, yeah, totally. And like, I, I, I don't, I don't think uh, James Gunn is a bad choice to write a Superman movie. I think. Do you think he, he could direct it, or do you think they'll pass it on? I think they will want him to direct it. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know who you would get to direct a Superman movie necessarily. Hmm. Ben Affleck. <laughs> Actually, you know what? That could fuck with everyone if you brought Affleck in as the Superman director. Like he, I a, think that'd be good. Are you okay? We'll get him in then. And he can I, I mean, he has a few Oscars. I, I suppose we could give him a movie. What if we got David Ayer? <laughs> get him in. 
No. Todd Phillips. Josh Trank. Josh Trank, Todd Phillips duo. Coming in. <laughs> They're Lord and Millering this thing. <laughs> I who's the who's the best director in the world right now? Ron Howard. Shit. Not <laughs> Ron Howard. Uh, dude director. Danny Villeneuve. I think he's the best director in in the world. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's a pretty he, good show. He doesn't he, miss. Oh, uh, but I don't want to take that man. I don't want to distract that man from June for a goddamn second. See, that's the thing. I we we have too many loves. I don't want to take him away from dude because he's killed it. Um, Martin McDonough, who did Banshees oh, of Inisherin. He'd he'd be really good at like the human side yeah. of Superman. I think that could work, you know. But I think he'd want to write it though. If he was directing it, he'd write it. Probably. Mm. I I don't know. I I you know what. James Gunn has a lot on his plate. I don't know if he will direct it. I think what at this stage he's writing it in a stage of like I'll probably direct it later on. But if we find someone better, because I have other things on, because I have like yeah. nine other projects I have to currently work on simultaneously, maybe he's going to have to learn. This could be like a learning thing of like maybe I don't have to direct it. Maybe I can pass it on. But maybe there's there's no other director that can like no. Like, can get his vibe? Maybe. It's very hard to have, like, he has such a strong voice. I mean, if he could just hand a script to, oh, I don't know, Greta Gerwig, (laughs) and she just make a Superman movie. (laughs) Greta's great as well. I love the fact that we just went pure A-list, like, the best (laughs) of the best. (laughs) I mean, if you're doing Superman, do him well. You can't fuck it up again, please. Lads, you cannot fuck this up again. Seriously, you just can't. The opening few minutes of Man of Steel, where he's uh, in that, like, truck stop, yeah, uh, and the guy pushes him, and he just doesn't budge. It's the best Superman scene that's ever been put to film. <laughs> Ooh, strong! That is that's pretty good, actually. To be fair, that is yeah, pretty good. Perfectly um, sums him up. Guillermo del Toro. Oh, get del Toro in. They get del Toro in, but have the episode of Justice League where um, the alien attaches itself to Superman's uh, chest and mm-hmm. makes him see like his greatest dream, and his greatest dream is like uh, Metropolis, sti- or not Metropolis, oh, yeah. um, Krypton, Krypton. Sti- still like working, and he's on Krypton. He has a family, and he has parents are alive, and he's so happy. And Superman and Wonder Woman have to fight the alien, and they like drag it off his chest. Sean, just let me cook for a second. They drag him <laughs> off, and then. At some stage, Superman's like, this isn't real. And so then he has to tell his son that it's not real and that he loves him. And then he comes back to Earth and he's as angry as he's ever been that somebody let him see the the thing he wants the most in the world. That's pretty good. And then for that anger, we hand over directing duties (laughs) to Eric Kripke, who directs the boys. (laughs) (laughs) And just have him laser people to death. Just absolutely murder actually no um, don't murder <laughs> no murder everyone Sean I think that's it for this week's movie Mondays a lot of rumour talk this week Connor. a lot of rumour I think it's strong to start off with rumours and then progressively get better as reporters throughout the year That this is true and we might have that DC news later on in the week to look forward to we as will well. yeah. um, but would you like me to take us out Connor? yeah sure why not so thank you everyone for listening to this episode of Movie Mondays. We'll be back on Wednesday with Weird News Wednesday. Friday with Hero or Zero and next Monday with another episode of Movie Mondays. Big thank you to everyone over on Patreon who supports the show. Patreon.com forward slash Heroes for Hire podcast. Link to that in the description. I'm yawning because it's very late as we're recording this. <laughs> um, thank you and shout outs go to Roisin the Wife Palmer, Joe Burney, Ryan, Ryan Kamatsu Dozer Enthusiast Evanson, <laughs> New Waffles Who This, David Clark, Sean Chuckle in the Wash and It'll Be Grand Jameson, Dominic, Anna Irish Wallace Forever Helmroos, Danny McLaughlin, No One's Ever Really Gone, Luke Hoth, Lord Smish, Michelle Brown, Michaela Doughty, Buster, Ed Ball, The Adventures of Indiana Jones and the franchise that just won't die. Connor and Lorraine are really quite embarrassed about all this nickname shit housery and hope Sean can find it in his heart to forgive them. Russ, now Russ, there is a character limit on Patreon as it turns out. So this cuts off halfway through, so I'll do my best. Uh, Russ, to see in the new year, let's call a temporary halt to these proceedings. A ceasefire, a cessation of this continued back and forth parfait. And Jackson Bruheim. Thank you all 
for your support. You're wonderful, wonderful people. Links to uh, the Patreon and the merch store are linked down below. Merch store is heroesforhire.e forward slash shop. Twitter's at heroesforhirepod. The four is the number four. Facebook is Detective Development's Discussion Group. Instagram is heroesforhire podcast. And the best way to ever help out the show is to tell one human being that we exist. Just a one, please. I think that's about it. I think so. So I've been Conor Lawler. I have been Sean Dean. We shall see you all next week, guys. Bye. Bye. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you.